swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Hello Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. No Rick, no Amanda, but we got somebody better. We got Phil Gebhardt here from the Hello, Tonight Jerry. Show. And we are going to talk today. Cheers. Cheers to you as well. Thank you. And we're going to talk today about favorite bosses on TV. Yes. And uh, we're going to first, I have to mention, we got some suggestions our buddy Grant Anderson made some, but he's got some weird... Well, I'm going to name one of his first that I think is a bad boss. He has Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano, that would be a pretty bad boss. And if you... It's one thing to worry about getting laid off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but getting getting whacked or getting uh, knocked off, that's not uh, not good. Yeah, no, that's usually not good when you, uh, you kill people that... Uh, don't do what you want them to do. And that's pretty I much mean, a... A note in the file a, is fine. That is definitely a workplace, <laughs> a harsh workplace environment, I would say. And then my other one that I hate is Larry Tate. You know who Larry Tate is? Larry Tate. From Bewitched. He keeps bringing people to their house for dinner. I mean, he's got an expense report. Can we go, go to a restaurant? I'm thinking that he had something in it for... Uh... <laughs> for Samantha. Yeah. Samantha, a... yeah. Yeah, but Larry Tate, he was always, like, bringing clients, the best client in the world, over to his house. Like, they couldn't find a restaurant to go to? Well, apparently not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the commissary was like on that lot, but <laughs> if you got a witch that can cook, I think yeah, I'd probably bring it over there, too. And uh, any you think up that I, I would think that uh, on the top of my list is Gordon Ramsay. Oh yes, talk about uh, a place to go to work that you're going to walk away feeling really inspired to be a chef. <laughs> because this guy, he doesn't. He just he, yells at yeah. you. <laughs> I think he probably would yell at you even if you were doing a good job. It's like you were just bleep, 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 bleep. And the food was the same. You know, yeah, you're that right. bad, guy would bad, be a bad boss. And I will add to that um, Mr. Spacely from the Jets. Mr. Spacely. You know, I thought about that too. And I thought that was, was a, like, Jetson, you're fired. He was always <laughs> yelling. And, and you know, not for nothing, Mr. Jetson really never stood up for himself. So he yeah. was the pushover. But after the. Fifth time that he's fired you, you gotta say, okay, really, you're firing me again. We've done this <laughs> every time. Yeah, and George really wasn't doing that bad of a job. I I'm mean, not come even on, sure he, he like we put his feet up. Then, yeah, I mean, well, in the future, he had to push a button. So, how can you push a button wrong? I guess always, it was a right way and a wrong he was always, way. Always threatening to leave Spacely Sprockets to go for Cogswell. Oh, Cogs. <laughs> yes, I would have gone. I think I would have left. Cogswell too. couldn't have been any worse than uh, than uh, Spacely. No, no, I. I, I, I I think they would probably both be equally just as bad. Now, I had one that might take you back a little bit. I was thinking of Mel Sharples. Mel from Mel's Diner. Mel's Diner. Actually, from Alice. Alice's Alice is the show. And, you know, I think it it has a lot to do with being a chef because it goes back to Gordon Ramsay. I mean, he was one grouchy dude. (laughs) He was one grouchy dude. So I think he's got to be pretty high up on the list of the original grouchy chef. (laughs) 
because Gordon took it one step further, threw a little more language in. I mean, this was in the seventies, oh, so, but he was never nice to those girls. Gordon say, "You're the British Mel Sharples." <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate that a lot. <laughs> and Flo would always tell him, "Flo," she would say, "Kiss my grits." Yeah, at least well, she had like a catchphrase: "Kiss my grits." Once an episode, she would say that. Oh yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a fabulous catch line. That's for sure. Absolutely. So I think I would go with Mel. Mel's pretty bad. And, you know, look where you're working. You're working in a diner. It's not the best yeah, place yeah, to yeah, work. Yeah. I mean, it's comfort food. It's <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. There are people like us pulling Mel, out of the bar. Mel was a hairy dude to be working at the diner. <laughs> the, on the, on I the didn't grill. see any hair net on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was bald, but he had, like, hair in his arms. And oh, stuff. yeah. He needed a body net. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we are up to our first commercial. So those were our bad bosses. When we come back... We're going to hear about some good bosses at Rick's Martini Bar. down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste We are back at Rick's Martini Bar with Phil Gephardt. And we're talking about bosses. And we talked about the bad bosses. And, uh, yeah, for any of those jobs, we get over at... Uh, Mel's Diner. I mean, what were you making there? Was it worth sticking around and putting up with that stuff? You know, you. Could have I don't somewhere. know. I think out of sympathy, they probably tipped really well just because they knew they had to work with Mel. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? They never really talked about that. Okay. Well, let's go to some good bosses. Who do you All like? All right. A good boss. Well, it depends on how you want to classify good boss. Good boss that you're working for or that you've got the good job as being the boss. Mm. No, I, I go for that I would like working for, but I'm open to anything. Well, working for this because this guy will work too. I'm going with Charlie Townsend. Char- oh, yeah. Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Charlie's Angels. Here's a guy that goes out and picks the pick of the litter yeah. and brings these beautiful women out. Oh, yeah. So, as far as working for him, I mean, Bosley, he's Piece got a man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. What, yeah. What's up with that? That's perfect. Yeah. And he gets to work with these girls. And he would like call, he like would tell them what to do. And then when it was all over, he'd call him up while he was, you know, zipping cognac with some hot yeah, chick. On the beach. <laughs> so it works both ways. Yeah, it's, it's a good job. It's a good job. Good to man because he's got great benefits. Yeah. Good to be the guy because he has great benefits. And he doesn't do anything. He just sits around and calls him once in a while. Angels, how to go? Yes. And uh, good one. Good one. Good one. Okay. Well, here's one of mine. And uh, Grant Anderson, our friend, also came up with this one. And, and I actually met this guy. At the uh, Polo Lounge at the Oscars. Oh. And I told him, you're the best Oscar I've seen all night. It was, it was uh, Oscar Goldman, Oscar who's Richard Goldman. Anderson. And I got like that. Because, you know, it's one thing to put a little money into a 401k, but $6 million. <laughs> he gave $6 million to Lee Majors and took it care. And that's taking care of your employees. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get it back. <laughs> you, know, you don't get the benefit of, you know, Lee Majors. He gets he, he gets to go out and use all the equipment that he got for the six million bucks. You get well, you nothing. Know. If I mean, he if he quits, what do you do? I, you got to take it back. Excuse me, I need the I need, I need it back. Yeah, I need the laptop and your legs back. It was the eye, the buying. Oh, guy. the eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, Oscar Goldman, and then then Lindsay Wagner. You know, he brought her back too yeah. as the uh, Jamie Summers, the Bionic Woman. 
Mm-hmm. So he was an equal opportunity employer. Yes, he, he was. Didn't, didn't discriminate against the sexes. That's a good boss. I think that would be a good boss. Yeah. I think my good boss has to be Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. Captain Kirk. First of all, he's in charge of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> you can go wherever you want. Come on, Phil. I've seen you at work. Would you <laughs> Would you actually work at a place where you had uniforms like that with the no. dicky and the... No. <laughs> no, however... In following the steps of Captain Kirk, you've got to enjoy the fact that wherever he goes, he meets the girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's guaranteed to be more girls around for your guys that are working with you. Yeah. And you get to travel around. I mean, how bad is that? You're traveling. I like that. You're meeting people. You're seeing exotic places. So the new guy gets killed every once yeah. in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was that was. As yeah. long as you're not the new guy, if, it's you, all if right. you're if you're up in the the helm there, or whatever he called that, where you, where you're on the bridge. The bridge. The bridge. Yes. If you're in the bridge, you're fine. But yeah, if you're like if it's like your first week on the job, they had to be like telling those guys. Okay, we got a bad luck with <laughs> if you can make it through this first week, you might be okay, but but be very careful. <laughs> and you look back at all the episodes and even the movies, his ship never got destroyed. Well, it did yeah, it kind of, but most for the most part in the episodes and the TV he, shows, he, it would get it would get like hit with something and, job and they all, all would have to lean over to the left and then lean over the right. And, Nothing a little Bondo couldn't fix, yeah. but everybody else got blasted. But in, in the spirit of your. Uh, to be that boss, okay, if you were James Kirk, how long would you put up with Scotty complaining every <laughs> every time? We can't do it, Captain. Now, why do you think he's in the engine room? <laughs> the furthest place away from You're the right. bridge. They're not going to see each other unless... Another reason why he's the good boss. He's smart <laughs> enough to put him... <laughs> put that pain in the ass in the, down in the engine room. And he's an equal opportunity employer. He's got, you know, Spock. He's oh, a yeah. Vulcan. He's got uh, um, Sulu. He's Russian. Oh, no, Sulu is, is he's, Asian. He's Asian. Yeah. And uh, check out he's Russian. Bye. Has he ever been in a show? George Chicago. Uh No, he hasn't. No, <laughs> oh, bye. That's a... Uh... Yeah, like like him. No. And yeah, Chekhov was a Russian, and uh, you had Ahura. You have Ahura. He's got a female up there. Yeah, he's covered. He's covered yeah. the bases. And he didn't. He didn't discriminate when it came to picking up women either. Any, any, whatever. He was all good with he's it. He's covered. Okay, and uh, let me think if I can think of another. Oh, here's one of mine. And he only had one employee, but if you have a bad employee and you cover for him. Andy Griffith. Andy. Barney could not have lasted for anybody else, but Andy, he just kind of rolled with it, and uh, he that show would never be on the air anymore. The amazing thing about that is that if it's family, then I can understand you covering for that one cousin or whatever. But he wasn't. <laughs> it was he was just a the, constant the screw up. Need put it in there. But but that show would never. The thing that that, that show is Otis the town drunk. <laughs> you know, mothers against drunk driving would be. Like, <laughs> this guy gets drunk every weekend. Stagger, you know, staggers pulls the car up on the sidewalk, and you know, there's a couple of third graders on the bumper, and he walks into the <laughs> jail. But you got to figure that, I mean, he's, he is a good boss because he still sits there and lets Barney have one bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get in a lot of trouble with one bullet, but he still has enough... 
Look, but he made him put it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in the weapon. So you have to think about pulling it out of his pocket. And for Barney Fife to pull it out of his pocket, it's going to be like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> while he's shaking. <laughs> while he's shaking, while he's pulling it out of his pocket. Yeah. Okay, well, we are up against another, another break. So we have one more segment to go here at Rick's Martini Bar where we're talking about television's best bosses at Rick's Martini Bar. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar with Phil Gebhardt and we're talking best bosses. And I'm kind of running out, but Phil's Phil's loaded for bear. I came prepared. I'm <laughs> He's ready. Got good, good, good bosses and bad bosses. So Phil, I'm gonna start off one of my bad bosses because I really enjoyed this show. But I'd have to go with Ari Gold. Ari Gold. I did like. I, I actually missed that. Show. I, I, I thought that was a great show to begin with, and his character personifies a bad boss. Right. Right. Womanizer. Yeah. <laughs> yells at Lloyd, so he's totally discriminated <laughs> against Lloyd to begin with. Everybody's office is fired, yeah. and still manages to. Come out smelling like a rose. Oh, I don't yeah. know how he does that. Yeah. So that, and that was that's in L.A. There ain't no way that's why <laughs> Los Angeles. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> but it was a great character. It was a great and, character, and, and he was good for his clients. But you're right, for people to work for that guy would be terrible. Yeah. But well, I mean, you figure they're not bringing anything to the table, right? The right. clients bringing you money. So. Yeah, that's right. We take he knows care where of that them. bread's buttered. Okay, I like that. I'm going to steal one from Grant Anderson, Sherman Potter Sherman from Potter. Mash. I liked Sherman because he was calm. He took it easy. He had to, he had to like, uh, you know, take take. He never took sides in that battle between Hawkeye and sure, uh, sure. Burns. Yeah, Frank Burns. Frank Burns. Yeah, and uh, and so he was good, and he worked hard. I like that too. Is that he got in there and he pitched in? He had like a boss that Absolutely. pitches in. Not and, and nothing. Uh, is better than a boss that can be a father figure. I mean, yeah. what, how he w- related to Radar, who was you know, right. really immature character at the time. He took care of him, and he understood. I mean, that happens when you bring in an old salt into a situation where yeah. there's a bunch of young guns. It's like I can good boss level the playing field on that one. Who else you got? Well, speaking of Burns, <clears throat> I think I'd have to go with Montgomery Burns as a bad boss from The Simpsons. The Simpsons, Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Ray, not too good on employee safety. No, <laughs> that no. nuclear I, power plant. No, anything, anything <laughs> that you can do to squeeze out an extra buck is all right by me. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's you. Ah, whatever. Like an extra two million dollars. <laughs> okay, who cares? I'll see you later. And yeah, I think that that leads a lot to. Uh, comparison with Ari Gold. <laughs> He's got the assistant, you know, same thing. I don't know. I think that would be a bad boss. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to uh, give give one that we, we actually didn't know the name of this guy, and then Phil looked it up for oh, me. Oh, yes. Gordon Jump, who played, I, I forgot his name, or oh, Mr. Uh, Carlson at WKRP yes. in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'm giving him a bad boss for... Thinking that turkeys could fly. <laughs> the best episode, Thanksgiving. He does <laughs> passing out turkeys from a helicopter, and they're splatting on the ground. That, yeah, that's definitely, I would agree with you on that. 
And now he, he wasn't he a, the boss because he and his mom. That's right. His mom owned the station, yeah. so, so he was running. You can't do anything oh, yeah. good about that's that. A, that's the first sign of a bad boss. Yeah, that he's related to that all the order. Time to quit. Move on. <laughs> Find something else to go on. Absolutely. So who else he got? How about Sam Malone? Oh, that's the best one ever. Sam Malone. Cheers. Yeah, I think that would be a, definitely a good place to work. First of all, it's a bar. Yeah. Bars are always a good place to work. Right. And Sam for, kept his cool. He never he did. he didn't blow up. I think he that's, like that's from, like from that. being the relief pitcher. Yeah. The nerves of steel go in and, and right. shut him down. And and the thing that always amazed me, he was a recovering alcoholic. So what do you do? You go work in a bar. That's not going to work. And but he dealt with everybody because he had a wide variety. And it was really good that he, probably the writing, not him, but that he dealt with Coach when it started, right? Coach was good. Coach was good. And then he had to deal with, you know, Carla. And then he had to deal with all these different, you know, different people. And he he did it. I mean, he believably dealt with everybody and kept him calm. And kept I have got to say that I don't understand that a bar in Boston doesn't have better girls than the two. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my professional opinion, having been to Boston. Then those two are the ones that you happen to hire? Really? Come on, Sam. You're a baseball star, and that's, that's true. the best you can get. That's true. That's all right. I understand that. So, uh, time for another one? You bet. I've got Louis De Palma. Bad boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Going further south from Boston down to New York That's City. That's right. New York City and cab driver. And, yeah, the... the uh, First of all, that can't be a good job to begin with. Right, 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 you right. You might as well be Mel behind the diner. <laughs> and he would be locked up in that, the, at the, in the uh, cage up there. And, uh, yeah, he was sending those. That, he was not a good boss. Well, he, did, he didn't start out with... The best of intentions because first of all he's got the short man syndrome. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. To get him, he's yeah. got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> so anybody that's taller than he is, he's not going to have anything to do with them. <laughs> that was great when he would come out of that cage and he walked down and see how short he was compared to. Oh, that was my favorite part. Where like, watch the show and everybody's the same height when you're getting your ticket and your cab, and then all yeah. of a sudden he walks. Out and Dude, really? Ah, oh, makes total sense why you're such an ass. <laughs> well, Phil, we have run out of time oh, here. Got any more you want to run down real quick that you got? Or no, I think I'm good for now. You think you, we, you, you got good? Before, but you know, where to go? Well, part two. Part yeah, two. we'll have to have a part two, as they say in France. So anyway, you can uh, again follow us on. Uh, at our website, www.mccartymetro.com. Download this at the iTunes store for free. Go to Amazon.com through our website. Buy stuff like you would normally buy it, and we get a little tiny taste. And we're going to have a taste of martinis. Me and Phil Thanks and Rick Martini Bar. Always a pleasure. Swing on down to Ricky's Place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste Joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down. To-